The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. EA Sports. It's in the game. Good morning. It is Monday, February 8th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I'm joined right now by Chris Hummer for a special episode of the College Football Daily. We are going to be talking about the return, eventually, of the NCAA football video game. And we are recording this before the Super Bowl so that we can enjoy the Super Bowl. I hope everyone enjoyed the Super Bowl as well. And and football is over now. And now we get to talk about how we might one day fill our off seasons with the pleasure of playing the best video game ever. So Chris, I just want from you, like the nuts and bolts of what's happening, why it might take so long and whether real life players are going to be in this game. And then I'm going to talk to Austin Nivison, uh, our coworker about what features we want in this new video game. But for starters, you've talked to EA sports in the past about bringing this game back. They've always wanted to, what do you think changed? Yeah, so I guess to start, in 2019, around, I want to say the summer, I wrote an article looking back at NCAA's football's anniversary, talked to Denard Robinson, several cover athletes. But within that story, I talked to a representative at EA who told me they were very interested in bringing the game back. There were hurdles at that time that stood in the way of that, specifically NIL rules, essentially name, image, and likeness that prevents players from appearing in the game. However, um, I think what got lost in that discussion, along with Ed O'Bannon, for those of who don't remember, Ed O'Bannon versus the NCAA was a landmark uh, kind of court case that essentially spawned from Ed O'Bannon appearing in an NCAA basketball game without his permission, where he wasn't paid. And the result of that was players were essentially no longer allowed to appear in video games without their approval or licensing agreements. And the NCAA wasn't going to provide that because that stepped on their kind of policy of amateurism and athletes making money. Flash forward to 2020 or 2021, I suppose, and the landscape looks a little different for two reasons. One, because NIL rules are on the horizon. The NCAA may have paused their kind of clock on that earlier this year. We were supposed to have kind of a breakdown of what that looks like in January. The NCAA pushed that back, uh, citing the pandemic and lots of other things going on within the sport. But that is coming soon, and it might be via Congress. Uh, The Senate has a couple bills on the table right now, or at least conversations and proposals to look at this, and they might take it out of the NCAA's hands. And also there are several states, including Florida, that have NIL rules that are supposed to go on the books by actually July of this year in Florida's case. So the pressure is on the NCAA to change that. And I'm getting a little bit into the weeds here, but essentially that avenue is opening up. And at the same time, There are also discussions between schools and essentially EA Sports about bringing the game back as well. We've seen the last two editions of Madden feature a handful of FBS schools as part of their kind of story mode for the game. Uh, The player gets recruited, he goes to college before eventually going to the NFL, and schools like Texas have been featured in that recently. And there was never really a distinction where 
schools could not license out their logos to a video game. It just wasn't happening in mass. So what you're seeing right now is EA Sports partnering with, according to ESPN, over 100 FES schools to bring their logos, their traditions, their mascots, their stadiums into the game. But what you won't see, at least for now, is current players and their rosters on the game. What we'll have is a NCAA video game that has the feel and the pageantry of a Saturday in college football, but lacks the players we're used to seeing on the field. When you saw the announcement, were you surprised to then eventually see that it might take a few years to build this game? Maybe I was just too optimistic when the news broke. I was like, can they turn this around in time? It, by August, it's perfect with with the next-gen consoles already on the shelves right now if you can find them, but it, it looks like that's certainly not happening. They've said that it's not happening. And 2022 might be optimistic as well. I'm a little disappointed, and it, it almost kind of feels like this is just an announcement about an announcement. It's not really like, hey, we're coming back at a definite time, but more so we are coming back within the next three to four years. I wasn't surprised because video game development takes a while. I think NCAA football has a faster avenue to production than some other franchises, specifically because they can take a lot of the models and the engines that the game is built on via Madden and apply that to college football. So that path is a little quicker, but like a blockbuster game of that sort, especially when you're building out new kind of features like NCAA football will for a current generation takes a little bit. But I think the more interesting aspect of that is when you put like maybe a 2022 or 2023 target date on that, you open the door for those NIL rules that we just talked about to come into effect. And frankly, like I think this puts a little bit of pressure, like this video game coming back on the NCAA to expedite these rules. Like this is not going to be the thing that pushes over the top, but this is an avenue in which licensing and collective bargaining potentially could come onto the table and have the players like having another bullet point or whoever's going to end up representing the players saying this is a way players can make money. This is out there for us to make. And this is something that needs to be discussed. I think it's, it's a good thing for college football fans. It's a good thing for the programs that are going to benefit from these licensing agreements that they're striking with EA Sports. But this is just another kind of pressure on the NCAA and another factor that pushes them forward with NIL rules. And I think that 2022, 2023 timeline puts that on the NCAA a little bit. Quick side note, this game is going to be called EA Sports College Football. Notice how it's not wow. licensed as NCAA Sports College, NCAA football like it used to be. So the EA Sports is not a partner with the NCAA in this instance. So that kind of tells you all you need to know about that partnership. And I just, I think it is a way to put a little bit more pressure on the NCAA moving forward. Last question. It's clear why some people say, oh, the timing. Well, I don't know what changed. What changed? Well, the schools definitely stand to benefit from some licensing agreements after the pandemic season. If you are EA Sports and let's say you do 2023 and name image likeness rules have been changed, do they look forward to the opportunity to include the likeness of Bryce Young so that they dish out money to not just Bryce Young, but every single college football player? because these rosters will be full of college football players. And that, and I, I, I would imagine EA Sports will, will stick to what it, what it used to be. And if you're going to have a left tackle and you're going to have a backup, they're going to kind of look like and be from, from whereabouts the same hometown as the, the real-life guys. Or do you think NCAA might benefit more financially from not 
including the the Bryce Young clone on their roster when the game comes out and instead le- letting the uh the the band of roster creators across the country handle that it is is that a non-starter am I onto something do you think the NCAA would just prefer to spend the money and have the real Bryce Young well I think this is a two-part question in terms of EA Sports I think they absolutely, if they have the option, want to have everybody's name, image, and likeness in the game. They, that brand is built on authenticity. And the thing about NCAA football is, or EA Sports College football in this instance is if you have all of those players in the game with their likeness, that is essentially 3,000 free advertisers out there on yep. social media that are going to pump your game out. You might end up cutting them all a $150 check, but that's well worth it when you consider you get the authenticity that comes with it and you get the free marketing that's going to come with these players tweeting about their uh, likeness being in the game, putting their um, putting it on their Instagram story. TikTok, uh, if we're talking TikTok. 2023, I don't know if Twitter will be around, but TikTok, so yeah. Yeah. All of those things like that's that's a great way to market the game if you're EA Sports. But when you talk about, let's say we're living in a world where NIL rules have not been passed, I do not think you're going to see EA Sports putting knockoff Bryce Young's or Spencer Rattlers in the game. At that point, that is what got them in trouble the first time around and got them sued for a significant amount of money by Ed O'Bannon. And I do not think you're going to see a repeat of that. I just think the players will be just randomly generated computer aspects with very little, if anything, linking them to the current rosters. It'll be up to the modders and the online community to update rosters officially like that. Chris Summer, thanks for talking to us about this. We're going to take a quick break and then hear from Austin Nivison about what he wants the game to look like. The College Football Daily will be right back. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. All right, bringing in Austin Nivison right now. Austin's second appearance on the College Football Daily after his star turn as disgruntled Tennessee fan. Austin, now you get to be an excited fan of the EA Sports College Football video game. Our listeners just heard me talk to Chris Hummer about how the game is coming together and, and why it might take it until 2022 or 2023. For you, you're an avid fan of the game. You, you've been on our streaming platforms before at 24-7 Sports playing the game. I want to know if you were in their lab and they said, Austin, what's the one thing you want to make sure we improve or we add? What do you think you're going to say? Uh, I think the top the top kind of thing on the wish list for probably most college football fans and even just you know fans of the game is the transfer portal. That's kind of changed college football. And now they had transfers in the older games, but it was always lower rated players. They still had to sit out a year. The transfer portal maybe makes things a little bit more exciting. Maybe you have bigger, more talented players going in the portal. Maybe if your coach makes a promise to a player that you're going to play by as a freshman or a sophomore and they don't get that playing time, they go to the transfer portal, they look for somewhere else. That to me is the biggest thing that they can add to really take the game up a notch from the last one. And I think that goes into the fact that when I think about their old transfer thing, you're right. It was here are the players you're losing. You can try to convince them to stay and here are the players you're getting. There was no sort of hunt for the transfer. I don't blame them. They made the game in 2013. Transfers were kind of a faux pas back then. But I think it all goes into the fact that they could make a smarter, 
more dynamic player system, right? Like, do you remember the old, the, the old PS2 versions and even the old college basketball game, you could have players. I'm not, I'm not saying I want this, but you had players getting in trouble and you had to figure out how to discipline them. I, I kind of want something with the new video game where you sign a former five-star recruit and they're trying to play in year one. And I know you can make the promises that, that, and if you're wrong, you're going to lose the guy, but I want to know the active mood of the players on my roster, because I want to be stressed about making sure that I'm getting this guy enough touches or I'm getting him enough reps, or I need to know if he's requesting a position change, not to even mention that how fun it would be to be able to dive into the transfer portal and make your own pitches. I think and then kind of Austin, that kind of goes to even when the players go to the NFL draft. I mean, how easy was it to get your number one overall pick to just come back to school? Right. Yeah, that, it was always it was always so easy. You just had to promise them like, hey, we'll win the conference again like we did this year. And they immediately like came back. Yeah, that's not that doesn't make any sense. You get, hey, Trevor Lawrence, come back. You're going to win the ACC. All right, I'm back. I want I want it to be I want there to be a significant amount of turnover in your dynasty mode, because that's what makes, so like, I like playing 2k for that. I like, I like, I like the, the blow things up after a year, even if I win the title, like I want to have to retool my roster on the fly. Yeah. And, and going along with what you said in terms of kind of figuring out, you know, if a guy is going to gel with the rest of the team, if he's going to be kind of a problem. I mean, EA sports already does this in some of their other sports games where you have morale, like a team, you know, a player can, with a bad attitude can kind of, lower the morale and kind of take, you know, take team chemistry down, everything like that. But even beyond that, I think getting into the recruiting side of things, I think you can start to find out more about that player if you have a more comprehensive recruiting visit type of feature set up. Like in the in the older games, the recruiting visit was just, oh, they visited your school this weekend. If it was a wide receiver and you threw for like 300 yards, their interest in the school went up or whatever. I think in the new game, what they can do is maybe you can have conversations with the recruits that visit afterwards to mm. get to know them a little better. You know, and just to, I think that would make it a much more authentic experience instead of just, oh, yeah, this recruit visited your campus this week. I think it would be cool as far as recruiting goes if your season's not going well and the game has this dynamic ability for your stadium to not be as packed. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, you've, you've actually, that, I think that idea came from you because you did like a 10 things we have changed article. That would be awesome. And I know you get boosts for visits later in the season, but in, in the old game, that didn't make any sense to me because sometimes these kids are shutting things down by then. But if you're Penn State and you can make sure you have a big wideout weekend, that's great. But if you're Penn State and it's mid-November now and you're not very good and you've got a noon game with Indiana and only half the crowd shows up, that should negatively impact recruiting. Yeah, it seemed it seemed like all visits, no matter who they were against, carried the same weight for each recruit. So like you're saying, if I'm recruiting at Tennessee, the noon kickoff against Western Kentucky uh, is worth the same as like a night game against Georgia or something like that. And that, that never that doesn't make any sense because obviously the atmosphere is not going to be anywhere near the same. And I would much rather load up on as many get as many visits as I can for the Georgia game and not the Western Kentucky game. Are you like me in that when you think about this game coming back or when you get the itch to play it, to fire up your old console and play it, you almost, what gets you, you know, putting the game in and empowering the system on is, is the idea of the recruiting. Like, I just, I, I feel like that should just be as dynamic as possible. I yeah, want I, to do as much of that as I am playing the game. Yeah. So like that's, that's the thing is the recruiting is what kind of, it's really kind of what separates, separates the, the game obviously from, you know, Madden and just that, 
you get to kind of have your pick of the litter and try to go after the top players from across the country. And I always love getting a great class going in and they always had the, whatever it was like the future rankings or whatever, yeah. based on your yeah. recruiting classes and going in and seeing top recruiting class, another top recruiting class, another top recruiting class. It's just, just stacking them on top of each other. And I don't know, that's, it just adds to that layer. It just adds another layer of uh, accomplishment when you're able to just build a dynasty like that. Yeah. I want, I want going forward and I mean, how awesome would it be if, you know, they did something with 24 seven sports. I have no idea. That was yeah. on my list. Yeah. I want like a really, I've already said this nine times, but I don't want them to just regurgitate some top classes list to me at the end of the year. I want this to be the race for number one. I want yeah, sure. more than just the top 100 players and then guys with green dots mm-hmm. who are interested in me. I want guys with personalities. I want elite quarterbacks to not want to sign with me because last year I took an elite quarterback. It's like the Alabama and the Clemson paradox. It's like the year after Bryce Young, you don't get a five-star. The year after Trevor Lawrence, you don't get a five-star, but you get one the next year after. Like I want players to know that they're going to come to play for me at LSU because I am DBU, right? Like I want to use that as a recruiting advantage over, over Texas. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. If the more of a certain position you send to the NFL, then those players are more inclined to come to your school and vice versa. If you know, you you struggle to send wide receivers, wide receivers are going to have second thoughts about coming to your, coming to your school. I mean, that, I think that's just something that they could. I now I don't know if they could do all this. You know, it's they know, got plenty of years. They got they say they're going to take two to three years. Yeah. Do you think you would? And then we're going to move on to gameplay. And it, I think it's okay. so funny that we're starting talking about this stuff. What would you do to coaching the coaching staffs in dynasty mode? Can you get to your your ten? That was one of that was one of my one of my things on my list was I want more control over my coaching staff in dynasty mode. It seemed like I always got saddled with the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator that I didn't really pick that maybe I didn't really want, but I just got saddled with them. I want to be able to handpick my offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator at the very least, and I want to know how good are they in recruiting, how good are they on game day. And just I just want that more authentic feeling from a head coach. I have the ability to hire and fire staff through, as we go. Just getting saddled with a couple of guys never really made sense to me. And it's, it's kind of funny when I play the other games, my least favorite part of the off season is the staff changes. Like I could just kind of computer sim through my assistant GM and in, in 2k, but in EA sports football, which is what it's called now, like I would, I would dive into that. And I think it would be cool if let's say you're a coach in the middle of you've, it's been three years and it's not good. And the game is reflecting. It's not good. Your crowds aren't as big. Your recruiting classes aren't as good. You're literally, you know, you're on the hot seat and you go, okay, I have to change things up. But I can't just go like change my literal playbook in the system, Austin, Austin, yeah. to this air raid spread. Like I have to go to SMU and hire Garrett Riley. Yes. And then yeah. and then the enthusiasm picks back up and then the offensive recruits are taking notice and the fans are looking for me to put points on the board. But I can't just I can't just, you know, uh, do it myself. I ha- and, and the coach I get, that's his playbook. And it you can't change it. And maybe even. That's his playbook. Garrett Riley's playbook is not as big as Lincoln Riley's playbook. Like he's the C level air raid. Yeah. Lincoln Riley's the A level air raid. That'd be kind of cool. That type of staff stuff would get me excited, like you said, to not just sim through an off season. Like I want, I want to be able to make more decisions. That could be something you can turn on or off if users don't have that same appetite for staff changes. But I certainly would, and I think most college football fans would. Yeah. 
And then uh, the strength and conditioning stuff. I, I, I love the player progression. I, I hope they keep making that kind of cool in addition to position changes. Yeah, okay. I just threw spring practice on the list as well. Just spring practice. I love that. Well, in the, in the PS2 and Xbox models, you could do those drills. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. That was fun. Although I simmed through those in Madden. I, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. I think I would care more if I knew that this was like an investment. I sound like such a dork. If this was like an investment to my freshman running back who's third string, but yeah. I do drills with him and get him better. Yeah. What would you do for gameplay? I know we don't care as much of, about gameplay and this doesn't even include like the pageantry aspect. I assume they're going to have cool living stadiums with mascots yeah. and whatever. What do we do for on the field? I have a very clear picture of what I don't want them to do. I don't necessarily know in terms of gameplay on on game days exactly how I want it to go down, but I no, definitely know I don't want them to just integrate the Madden engine into college football because that's the that is another thing that separated the two games was when you're watching college football, it has kind of an arcade feel to it. Higher scoring, bigger plays. It's just a little bit more exciting than the NFL product, in my opinion. And I don't want the gameplay to get kind of too realistic like it is in Madden where things can kind of get clunky every now and then. Mm -hmm. I want them to keep that same level of almost arcade style that the older games had because I definitely don't want it to get you know as clunky and as kind of stale as the Madden product has gotten. The the final few versions of the game was when the option, the read option was popular. Yes. That yeah. was so easy. It, it kind of was a little bit too easy running the read option. Now I would assume they're gonna they're gonna figure out the RPO. Yeah. I always struggled with the triple option stuff when when one of those options was a pass and you kind of have to press a different button. I would imagine it's it's more smooth now. But sometimes in the especially in the latter few years of the game, I would just get a little bit bored. If it was too easy and you know you change your sliders, but on offense, I I, I kind of want it to be more of a struggle, and I want it to to just be more, as you said, like a real reflection of college football and and like these big explosive plays and get excited from it and have a little bit more fun running the football as well. I don't know how they do that, but I got so bored of running the ball that I would just become a, a pass happy team, which isn't realistic, really. Yeah, and and like I think they will start to integrate more of the the RPO stuff. And like you said, it's going to be interesting to see how they're able to make that playable. Cause like even the triple option where you had three different pitch options was always, that was always tough to kind of get a handle on, but I assume that they might make, might simplify it a little bit more in the newer games. I hope at least. Did you play defense or did you sim through? No, I did play defense. So I did okay. play defense. Well, uh, what would we improve? I did kind of like it as it is, but I think, I don't know. I always felt like I couldn't always tell a difference from a couple of different players, maybe if they were just a few overall points different from one another uh -huh. or even a handful, especially when it comes to the linebackers, let's say. I think guys need to have more – their specialty needs to be emphasized more. If they're a pass rusher like they were when you recruited them, then they need to be great at pass rushing, but they kind of need – maybe they need to be a little bit more of a liability in coverage. That's mm -hmm. I didn't really – get that in the older game they all kind of felt the same to me you know and same thing with like a wide receiver or something like that if he's a possession guy maybe he's not a burner you know but he's you know once he gets the ball in his hands he can make a play again not something i really ever felt in the old game they all felt the same i think something that could help too is a mm, i don't know how to say it like a formation subs that you don't like have to go in and do okay on on a on a three four bear over. I'm putting this guy on the edge. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. like on third down, I want to see the camera pan out or go to the, my sideline and like a fleet of guys are coming off the field 
the big uglies are coming off the field and my my pass rushers and maybe a, a few freshmen who are otherwise not going to play unless it's on third and long coming in and pinning their ears back. Like I want that. Yeah. And I and I want I want them to to make the impact player thing a little bit more fun. When it first came out with that Desmond Howard cover, oh my God. That was the the pulsating uh, white dot and it yeah. turned red. It would start pulsating. Like I want I want that to be a huge deal. If a quarterback's hot, he's scorching hot. If you're Alabama, you get to have more than three impact guys. If you're Nickelback, if you're Minka Fitzpatrick is is making plays like he's an absolute terror. I want I want it to be like a uh, I want the stars to be able to take over the game, kind of like they used to to be able to. Because you mentioned it, especially on defense, there just wasn't that big of a difference. In, no. in, if you're like a 92 and a 95, like I want my 95 to be an absolute killer. That should be something they're able to implement, just because you've seen. In the more recent, one of the few features I've liked they've added to the new Madden games is the superstar abilities. So, like, I like what I think Patrick Mahomes is like cannon arm. He can just oh, he can, it lengthens the amount of the field he's able to throw when he's on fire. And adding stuff like that would would really start to I think add another level and and create some separation so that not all these guys feel like the same player just with different features. I love it. This has been a fun conversation. Is there anything else that we're dearly forgetting? Is there... I'm, I'm going to run down here to yeah. 10, 15 seconds, a quick list of cosmetic things. Yeah, you can, like. you can take more than that too. Actual Heisman ceremony, instead of it just popping up and saying, this player won the Heisman. Love it. You guys actually hoist the award. Assuming the older games had that kind of partnership, the broadcast partnership with ESPN at Herbie and everything, give me a little college game day uh, pre, pre-show thing and and not before every game, but if you're a dynasty mode, you can get experience. Maybe your coach gets experience points uh, if he's able to attract college game day to a game featuring your team. Do you remember they used to they used to have the uh, pre-show with Corso putting on a helmet? Yes, that yes. was fun. Yeah, yeah. Give give me comprehensive college game day pre-show intro. Updated national championship celebration, not just the guy falling oh, yeah. to his knees, the confetti around. Give me a little more than that, and. Decision-based road to glory in the road to glory mode. Give me some more decisions to make that my player has to make than just which school am I going to go to. What else, like what else would you put in there? I mean, just just in terms of like you see in some of the the two K games and the NHL games and the Madden games, like you know some of the guys want to go out and do something tonight. Do you go out with them? Do you stay in? It affects your standing with the coach, with the teammates, uh-huh. all that good stuff. They there did was, that. Yeah. And yeah. why, why did the game get so know. much worse than when they went to, P, uh, was it PS4? Did they have it? Uh, I, I'm yeah. When they went to PS4 and Xbox 360, why was it worse? Yeah. No, I, th- I don't know if they just decided, I just, I don't know or if was they it decided PS2, the juice yeah. wasn't worth the squeeze. Uh, on so that. was, but, but yeah, I think, and I think I remember in one game I had for PS2, like you actually had like a dorm room that you could go. Yes. To yes. See, yeah. yeah. Man. I just miss, I miss being in high school and playing yes. that. I would think about it all day. <laughs> like, I'm like, come home. I got a yeah, big game against Georgia Tech. <laughs> I know. I mean, this was always this was always the one. This was one of two games NHL because I'm a I'm a Mark and I'm a huge fan, so I'll just get that every time. But that the NCAA the college football games were the the other game that every year, no matter what, pre-ordered it, picked it up on the day of the game, and then if I had to call oh, in yeah. sick the next day, called in, you know, I, I had took a sick day at school the next day. You know, no no question. We we've joked about this in the office before. The the day this game comes out again. I am using all of my PTO days. <laughs> I'm going to be on year nine of a dynasty by the time I come back to work. So this was fun, Austin. I uh, 
I know you're you're a bigger fan of the game than I am, and it's I think you speak for all college football fans with your uh, your recommendations and your wish list. Uh, we'll have to get you back on as we continue to hear updates, and maybe one day when this when this game is finally out, we'll do a a, a game streaming party. Who who knows what 2023 will look like? But I would like that. All right, uh, our producer is Lance Glenn. Thanks again to Austin Nevison for joining us. Hope you enjoyed this Monday edition of the College Football Daily. We didn't talk about the Super Bowl because we recorded this before the Super Bowl so that we could enjoy the Super Bowl. I'm Trey Scott. We'll talk to you all on Tuesday. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.